You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Greetings, movie fans. You're all very welcome to The Big Reviewski with Omniplex Cinemas and my Omnipass. My name is Owen Doherty, and on this week's show, I've got some bad boys, bad boys, What's and a bad girl. Oh, okay. I was going with the original lyrics. You see. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, yeah, it's on the big okay. review. That's it. Well, Justine, Paul, Rory. Thanks. I was yeah. all ready for a, I had four verses written out. Oh, yeah, I see that. I didn't. No, it's just the one you can yeah. just read over and over again, surely. Oh, repeatedly, yeah. yeah. Anyway, you're all very welcome to the show. Thanks. How's it going? Oh, Good. Yeah, How are you? I got, I got a bit of a like, sore throat. throat. throat yeah. <laughs> Apologies yeah. Uh, for any, <coughs> any cough. And I did request drugs a couple of weeks back. No drugs came. Do you have the Zoolander mm. black lung? <laughs> I do. I got the black <laughs> lung pop. Um, so if I do collapse at any point... Just continue. Carry on. Yeah, I, yeah. Please resuscitate. That's what he would have wanted. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. No, no, no. I don't, I no, 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 I don't want to die. <laughs> if you collapse, just do it here so we can rest our feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, no bother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the cards are in order, so somebody Great. just pick no up problem. the slack. No okay. problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd like to get in touch with the big review ski. Uh, it's just the usual ways. It's always the same. It's You can tweet us. People do tweet us. Yeah, could do, yeah. They yeah. Do. At Big Review Ski. Plus, call uh, in. We're, we're here waiting yeah. for your call. <laughs> the phone lines are ready. Right. Yeah. The, the lines show. are open. Completely we're waiting to take show, your call. No, no, not you doing that. You can donate to the Big Review Ski on a way home. Not man your money. 24-hour phones. <laughs> yeah. Like, Give me a no. ski chat. Yeah, I don't want to hear the other end of that conversation, uh, no. And there's the Instagram stuff as well and other social media and all that kind of stuff. Anything. Are we on any other ones? No. Um, Tinder. Tinder, yeah. Who are you motioning at there? I'm just putting it out there. Tinder? I don't even know how to spell Tinder. My body cracked in two because I had two jokes to make and I was like, I don't know which one to go for. So, Tinder. Yeah, we might super like you. You never know. You can, oh, subscribe. Yes. And leave your nice comments and your horrible comments as well. Don't leave the horrible comments. Um, as ever, we've got the big question on the big review ski. And I know me and Justine performed an awful duet of bad boys there at the start of the show. And last week. Hey, don't and last week as well. And every week in the future. <laughs> so you can look forward to that. But, yes. Rory, uh, the movie hadn't been screened the time we were recording the show no, last yeah. week. Yep. So you went off, you saw it and came back. Mm. So <laughs> we only saw it after the fact, your review. And you absolutely, like you really yeah. liked the film. It's good. It was surprisingly good, yeah. yeah. This is what everybody is saying. Yeah. I knew it when I picked it as the big trailer. I knew. I knew. Yeah. And Cole so called it. Oscar winner. Oscar winner Boom. across the board. I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I hear they're frantically changing the rules for 2020 <laughs> just to get it. It's a shoehorn it is. Yes, yeah. Martin Lawrence. Yeah. They're dead, right? They're dead. Yes, Martin Lawrence and Martin Lawrence. The body doesn't even qualify. He'll still lose. And the nominees are Will Smith and Lawrence Sorted. Um, so uh, fourth one on the way. Right. Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. So that's wow. great news. The fact that it is uh, a Good, pleasant and surprise, it's made a lot of money. And Martin Lawrence has another job. <laughs> yeah, you don't know that Martin Lawrence is that film yet. It could yeah. be anyone. It just so far, all, we, all we're willing to say is that it's someone who looks <laughs> no. like maybe is Martin Lawrence. Possibly, yeah. okay, possibly a relative. So tying it in and giving a bit of love to Bad Boys then as well. Um, I thought while it's out in cinemas, why? Don't we choose our favourite Martin Lawrence movie? Mm. And then I realised. <laughs> How can you narrow that down? It's like a quick conversation. Yeah. So instead, I changed my mind and went for favourite Will Smith movie. Um, and obviously, he's a box office star, but hasn't been on the world's greatest run the mm. last kind of 10 years or so, would you say, uh, roughly? Uh, Aladdin made a lot of money. Yeah. Suicide, right. Suicide Squad made money, but was uh, yeah. Yeah. but completely I, derided. Yeah. I only realised uh, looking back. Have you all seen Aladdin? The new one? Yeah, it's. Mm. <laughs> I don't like horror movie review <laughs> show, guys. <laughs> it's basically Hitch Two. What? What? Oh yeah. So he's basically the guy who grants all the wishes and hitch and, you know, and like make trying a to romantic dream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to like make to do it to someone that a woman would find attractive. Oh my god. So maybe they could do a crossover and they could do Lilo and Hitch. That's good. You. That is good. Oh, damn. I am here for that. I want to shout it. What? That's good. Why not? That's a good one. It's a different movie. It's Lilo and Stitch. Come on. But it's, it's better Disney. Lilo and Stitch. It's Disney and it's Will Smith. It's good. Anyway. I'm so proud of that impression. <laughs> I won't. Um, That's 
So I went for it. I, I was torn between two 90s movies, basically. And, but I only went for one. And the one that I've gone for is 1997 Men in Black. Mm. Um, this is because Will Smith was doing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air from around 90 to 96. Uh-huh. Um, so this was one of his first kind of big movies as well. Yeah. And yeah. made him a huge star. Obviously himself and Tommy Lee Jones, uh, members of a secret government organization who protect and kind of monitor uh, all the aliens who are hiding on Earth. Um, and when I saw this movie, there's so much love about it. It's so brilliantly written. It's such mm-hmm. a smart sci-fi. Um, uh, Steven Spielberg's producing it as well. You've got Barry Sonnenfeld as the director, but Ed Solomon is the writer. And you've got Danny Elfman doing the music. You've got Rick Baker, who won an Oscar for the special, or for the, mm. the makeup. The effects are brilliant as well. So you've got this collection of just brilliant people. And, and it Vincent all, D'Onofrio. And Vincent D'Onofrio yeah. as Edgar. And Linda Fiorentino's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. yeah. Like, lifetime achievement award yeah. for, for this movie. <laughs> but that, that performance as Edgar is, for yeah. like, that's actually one of my... I do very few impressions, but I can actually do an impression of Edgar the Bogman. But you just did one of Justine, so let's well, that's, see. Well, that's one of them. One of them. three. Oh, you watched the third yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, I've got four. <laughs> I've got four. Got a lot of trouble for the Martin Lawrence yeah. one. Yeah. But the, uh, <laughs> this one is. Sugar. Is that bad? Yeah. yeah. It's okay, yeah. More. More. Can and I then just he goes, say we gave I'm not the impression. Oh, okay. Okay. And then he goes. <laughs> And he goes, he holds the face back, the skin, he goes, better! And then that's it. So that's the. What was that, Justine? You gave him what? Mm, you know, like, we got a, I got a stick for my one voice. We have a whole soundboard going yeah, on there. Yeah, much, to be yeah. honest, I should really, yeah, I need to build up my. <laughs> although, although I thought yeah. the one descended into Paisley a bit there as well. Yeah, give, it, give, us, give us another one. Let him, no, that, that was. Oh, sorry. Really, a Mason going on. Yeah. 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 So um, <laughs> that was uh, that was that. Will a Smith. Thing. Um, he's brilliant in it, Will Smith. Um, and I love the whole bit when he's trialing out to become an agent. And they show him like the scenario, and they're like, "What's wrong with that?" And the guys are like, "Well, they're monsters and they're whatever." He's like, "Your man's just working out, and mm-hmm. that guy's got books. He's just studying." I'd be more worried about the little girl who's wandering around. <laughs> um, don't trust her. All that kind of stuff. It's just really smart, turning everything on its head. So, um, and then there was this moment, which uh, myself and uh, my brother used to say to each other basically whenever we wore clothes. Which was most days. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, well, take a look first, and then I'll do. Is this Smith impression? Is this on a no clothes day? Take a look. Mm. Know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. So yeah, good quote. Yeah, mm. good film. Great. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. very Tim Burtony. Yes, I suppose, and then having Danny Elfman in there gives it that kind of feel as well. Smoke. The little, the yeah, yeah, the little yeah. worm aliens. Um, but no, super. Number two, number three, not so, not so number great. Number four, we forgot yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, so Men in Black for me. Uh, Justine, what did you go for? Yeah, it's just when you mention Fresh Prince Valier, like that's how I first, how everyone really got introduced to Will, and you kind of know him as a more lighthearted, even Men in Black is kind of him being cool, and then films I went for, it's him in a different kind of a light, and it was when I kind of was like, whoa, this role he played uh, so well in The Pursuit of Happiness is what I went for. So Chris Gardner is the character he plays, and it's just the final scene even of, it's such a, it's like based on a true story as well, um, but I just thought he was so serious and well played this character that I, it was a different side to one that I'd seen previously, because it's 2007. Yeah. Um, I went to look back. He was nominated for an Oscar for it, but didn't mm. win. It was Forrest Whitaker won that year. Um, but I really thought he gave such a strong performance in this film. And the scene that I picked is from the end of the movie where it kind of comes full circle. And spoiler alert for anyone, but you should have already seen this film. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, you've had spoiler 13 alert. years. You've so had, you. Yeah, 13 years um, where he gets given the job. And it's the guy that he gave his last $5 bill to, hands it back to him then. And it's like, oh my God. It's so beautiful. And does he ever get the penis in the end? <laughs> This is the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> the whole thing. Oh 
that film's really nice. <laughs> You've ruined it. His son is another one. Jaden Smith is in it with him. Let's take a look. It's your choice, Pat. What do you want today? Again, it better not be your penis. <laughs> um, you know, being the last day and all. Well, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. But, um, wear one tomorrow, though, okay? Because tomorrow's going to be your first day. If you'd like to work here as a broker. Would you like that, Chris? Yes, sir. Good. We couldn't be happier. So, welcome. Was it as easy as it looked? No, sir. No, no, sir, it wasn't. Good luck, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, sir. Oh, Chris. I almost forgot. Thank you. What a beautiful yeah. moment. It's just to see him. Uh, what? Your joke or him getting the job? <laughs> that moment there. Oh, right, with sorry, Lord yeah. Smith. Okay. yeah. Just to see, like the emotion in that final scene where he's crying. Over, like it's, I think he plays that so well at the end. He will, there. He really. will win an Oscar, I'm sure. Someday. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. yeah. But just not today. What else are you nominated for? What? <laughs> was it Ali? Was you know, Ali, I presume, nominees? yeah. 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 Seven pounds? No, when was seven pounds? Seven pounds, I think, was after that. Was that the one with Rosario Dawson? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. No, he will. Maybe one of those films. Bad Boys 4. (laughs) Yeah. Is your choice for your favourite Will Smith movie? Paul, what did you go for? I went for a role which I think kind of encapsulates everything that Will Smith does really well. Uh, And I think actually still stands up as his best, which is Enemy of the State. I think it's a brilliant, brilliant film that you don't see an awful lot of nowadays. That's smart thriller with an edge of, with kind of the political vibe. Uh, Tony Scott, much misdirector. What a great CV, like Top Gun, Man on Fire, Crimson Tide. But this is kind of more like those films you saw, like Coppola did, like The Conversation or the Hitchcockian ones of The, the Wrong Man Against the System or Three Days of the Condor. Basically, he's just uh, out shopping, trying to buy his wife laundry. Yeah. And he gets a videotape incriminating his character of a, an NSA uh, murder gone wrong. And basically... He's set up for the crime and he's on the run from the system. And it was really smart in that. This is before the smartphone age when people, you can be tracked with GPS and stuff like that. But it's so clever, like just the detail they go through. And also the cast in this. I'm looking, you've got Gene Hackman. Who's brilliant in it as well. John yeah. Voight. Yeah. Uh, Regina King is his wife in this before. Oh, oh, Beale yeah, Street okay. and Watchmen, yeah. Uh, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah. And uh, we There's all, always an Irish B- guy in one of these. And Jake Busey, <laughs> who we all love. <laughs> Jake Busey. Uh, but in this, like, he's funny... He's charming. He does a bit of action on the run. He's kind of believable as the every guy. I just think this is the quintessential Will Smith film, kind of why, he's, why he, what, he still is one of the most bankable actors in the world because he can do literally everything in this. And if you haven't seen Enemy of the State, check it out because it still holds up really, really well. So what's this scene then? This is him when he finds out Gene Hackman on the roof. because I didn't do anything. And uh, he just realises the amount do. of crap he's in. Yeah, we don't even need to look at it now because that just oh, nailed it. Wow. Just better. It. But you know what? For the sake of... We, let the we, we have it here, we may like as well. It's been edited, so... Yes, we may as well take a look at it. Here it is. But here's a less good version of that. Mm-hmm. Well done. Thanks. The National Security Agency conducts worldwide surveillance. Facts, phones, satellite communication. The only ones in the country, including the military, could possibly have anything like this. Why are they after me? I don't know, and I don't want to know. Here they come. I thought these sat dishes would scramble their signal. Control, this is their what? Repeat coordinates. 105 Chambers Avenue. You're transmitting... They still have a signal on you. Your collar, your belt, your zipper. Get rid of your clothes, all of them. And then what am I supposed to do? Nothing. You live another day, I'll be very impressed. Two targets, rooftop, north side. Understood, two targets, rooftop. Maintain visual, please. You have something they want. I don't have anything. Maybe you do and you don't know it. You stay away from Rachel and you stay away from me. You come near either one of us, I'm going to kill you. Get rid of your watch. My wife gave me this for our anniversary. Then keep it. Stay off the phone. Love anime of the state. Mm. Still remember going to see that in the cinema years ago. And it was so good. 98, I think, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And it was on such a run. And the back government then. have yeah. not hacked anyone's phone since. No, this, this, this <laughs> yeah, never. film put an end to that. Yeah. yeah. So that was good. Thank God. Roy, what did you go for? Uh, I Am Legend. <laughs> okay. okay, but what film did you go for? Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> set it up and yeah. knocked it out. Yeah, that was a... Okay. Do you know what? I've heard enough of you. We're going to keep going with the show. No, I am right. Yeah, the, uh, the post-apocalyptic movie that uh, is just... It's 28 days with a bigger budget and uh, more, more charismatic lead. I'm sorry. I know you love... Yeah. Oh but you God. mean talking about the dog is the lead? The dog is really charismatic. <laughs> yeah. She actually, she is. Too. I have a problem with this, which I'll talk after you talk about. I it. have like I don't think it's a perfect movie by any mm. means, but I think it is the one I've watched, rewatched the most. Mm. Um, it's just a really impressive action sci-fi thriller with some uh, very memorable set pieces and. One in particular with the dog that oh, yeah. is yeah. still like yeah. for a movie that is uh, <laughs> it's on your website. <laughs> it is, it on, is the website. on the website. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry to clarify. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a quick clarification. Which website we're talking about? Uh, DoesTheDogDie.com. Great if you want to find out. Just to check. Just to <laughs> watching a movie. The, just, yeah. just to make sure. Uh, yes, yeah, directed by Francis Lawrence, who went on to do all the Hunger Games. Um, did Constantine as well. Which he did, great. which was actually fantastic as well. Yeah, just, I, th- I thought it was fantastic. And I think it still holds the record for the single most expensive scene in a movie of all time. Uh, yeah, the evacuation of Manhattan um, when he's trying to get everyone onto a helicopter at is it a Brooklyn Bridge, and it all yeah, st- it all goes to hell. Right. Oh. I okay. st- still think uh, last time I checked, which was right before we started recording, um, <laughs> it was it was so unless, unless another unless, brand new movie yeah. has just filmed a more expensive scene. You never know. This is the one. Uh, yeah, I think it's still the single <clears throat> most expensive scene, and it's just the scope of it and the scale of it. The vampire zombie things aren't no. done great. That's yeah. the final third down, really, I think. Uh, but aside from that, I, I still think it's a very, 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 very entertaining movie. Yeah. Let's take a look. It's a still. It's a picture. <laughs> it's a, Everybody turn look at the picture. Do you know who, they, do you know who was originally supposed to be in this? Arnie. Well, there's Arnie with Ridley Scott directing. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. That's it's been. It was one of those that was like around for ages. I love Matheson's book of this, and that's why I, did, I had my vision of it. in when I read it, yeah. like it's one of the grey horror books. Um, I wasn't. Uh, there's parts of this I really loved, but and Will Smith is great, and the dog is just would break your heart. But I think I just preferred one of those cases, and I just preferred the book. I thought you were going to say you. Shit all over your I thought you were going to say you were annoyed because of preempted Batman v Superman. That's true as well. Yeah, and gave people the idea. It's in the. Um, yeah. the, the oh, yeah. It's in the yeah, cinema yeah. on the background as well. But um, yeah, no, a cracking choice. Oh. That was being made. Oh, was it? Well, yeah, that was Frank Peterson was making. Oh, right, right, right. And who wouldn't like to take like a Ferrari and drive through empty streets? I know that is a brilliant scene. So we got I am Legend, suit of a penis, enemy of the state. And Men in Black. Did you say suit of a penis? <laughs> Pursuit. Oh, okay. I don't want to say, I say words suit. funny. No. Pursuit. Yep. Um, four brilliant uh, movies. <laughs> and then obviously Bad Boys for Life added to the list as well. Oscar, future Oscar winner Bad Boys for <laughs> Definitely. Life. Definitely. We said it here in the show. No, you did, like... Oh. You really, you did. <laughs> you yeah. really, you yeah. really said it repeatedly, yeah. yep. Um, <laughs> if you want to let us know uh, your favourite Will Smith movies, uh, please do get in touch. If you don't want to let us know, hey, that's that's fine as well. Do do whatever you want. Um, we would like his letters. Yeah. Please do let Colin, us know. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That line Not is still open. I, I am the lines are up. That call. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would love a shot. You know those like red phones that yeah, flash the whole up. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, C-list celebrities sitting out the back. They're waiting to take your call. Um, oh God, Martin Lawrence. Like else. <laughs> Martin Lawrence. We got him. We got him for the day. Future uh, Oscar winner Martin yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, now it's time for the big trailer on the big review scheme for this week's big trailer. Paul Moore. We didn't talk about this last week, but I think it's. I cannot let this trailer. I'm pass excited. Without mm-hmm. us talking about yeah. it. This is the latest entry in the Spider-Man universe, I guess, which we had Venom before. This is Jared Leto's Reimagining going back to the comic book world in Morbius. <laughs> this is hilarious. This is yeah. something. It's quite a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, as we said, it's, it's, Morbius is one of the well known villains in the Spider Man comics. With Venom, we've and Sony and the rights between Marvel going back and forth that Sony are trying to do their own thing and rather successfully did it with Venom, which I wasn't mad on, but Jesus, the box office is insane. And, 900 million. Yeah, and Andy Serkis is doing the sequel now already. So. That's making gangbusters That's money. That's year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Gosh. Um, but in this, uh, Leto, who we know Gosh. last... Uh, <laughs> My God. What? What? Uh, <laughs> later. Yeah. This year. No. Good God. I don't believe it. 
<laughs> You're having a laugh. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, well, just to get yourself together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Jerry Leto, we know, uh, kind of had a failed run as Joker in the Suicide Squad mm-hmm, and he's sure place in them. Yeah, yeah, he must be real jealous of like Mr. Phoenix doing all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Um, but he's Michael Morbius in this, and with a name like that. <laughs> <laughs> With a name like that, you're not going to be... It's the Morbius Boys from Austin. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know them. Yeah, yeah. Morbius Boys, Morbius Boys. <laughs> what are you going to do? A doctor, oh as you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. With a rare skin, a rare skin <laughs> disease. I wasn't a part of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, he's a doctor with a rare, rare blood thing. disorder. And he uh, basically wants to get himself healthier. So he decides to inject himself with uh, vampire bats, I guess. But there's a sequence here. Clear. When I don't know what's going on. I, what, 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 why don't we look at it and then yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. yeah. try and yeah. figure Morbius out, basically. Oof. Here goes. I have a rare blood disease. And I'm running out of time. This can be my last chance. You're up to something. What is it? That's not exactly legal. See you get hurt more than you already have. This would be a cure. At what cost? Just the one, is it? Just mm. What the hell did we just watch? Yeah. He he puts his hand up to a, a jungle, and uh, <laughs> the bats are like, mm. but only one. Because oh, he cuts yeah. his hand. Yeah. yeah, but only one. Because every one. other bat attacks everyone else around him, but he's like, ah, jungle hands. <laughs> but at the start of the trailer, is he winning a, no- a Nobel Prize in science? Why not? It's, Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Okay. So what's well, the crack? This is it is it is in the spider universe. universe. Yeah, there Look. it is. Yep. Yeah. What is that? His hand. He puts his hand out. Here comes the bats, and and they all attack the other people. But just one <laughs> is standing and sucking on his hand. <laughs> Not ripped off from Batman Begins as well. That's it. He's literally a Batman. Sure. Yeah. Singer. So which tell. gives him cool powers. It looks like. But uh, casting this actually is really really good. Mm-hmm. Like uh, not to give too much away because like they did show it at the end. Like, we've got Michael Keaton, who is uh, Vulture yeah, pops from up. Yeah, yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming. So that's the shared universe and we're trying to go for. Yeah, we're just, uh, it's just concerning. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. But we were concerned about bad boys. And look how that turned out. This you is know? true. Yeah, but Jared Leto, I don't think she's just yeah, be... He's all into that weird stuff anyway. It's perfect casting. Like, you know, like he's a... He's yeah, because he, he got buff in and there's already, yeah. like, uh, hot Morbius is trending, so... Yeah, and you forget he's an Are Oscar Are you serious? Winner. I'm always serious. <laughs> You forget he's an Oscar winner. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Morbius is coming to cinemas when? uh, 31st July, but like Jared Harris, Matt Smith, uh, J.K. Simmons is rumored to be in it. What? Apparently. Yeah, Yeah, Matt Smith pops up for like a split second. So, like, this good guy. The last last thing I seen him in was Terminator Genesis, remember? Yes. He's like like an omen. Is that guy Sinise as well? No. No. Mm. And is it Daniel Espinosa? Yes. Who did. Life? I think so. Let's go with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal in space. Sexy space. And then, oh, and then Safe yes. House yeah. with Ryan Reynolds and Denzel Washington. <laughs> and Brendan Gleeson as well. Mm. Right, so anyway, Morbius out later on this year. We Who haven't got a clue what's going on. We have to on. find out how... I'm going to go just to see how he turns into that bat thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 
Um, okay, well. Look, he gets bullied, that's how you know. That's, listen, like any good origin story. And a name like Michael Morbius, he's going to be grand. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Like Look, watch. Snorbius. Nobel Prize. Nobel Prize. It. Oh, it is a Nobel Prize, yeah. Um, so, he's uh, a genius. That oh is our gosh. big trailer of the week. We're still trying to figure out exactly uh, what's going on there. Oh, anyway, now it's time for the big interview on the big interview. We've got two very special guests uh, this week. And I actually forgot to say at the start of the show, we've got a brilliant prize coming up later on uh, that we want to give away to people. It's a limited edition Star Wars uh Set of coins, like kind of like limited edition uh, saga it. coins. I you, want it. Yes, you want it. Mild no, you board. can't have it. <laughs> um, so they're these kind of collectors' items for Star Wars fans, and as well as that, we also have a fifty-year voucher to give away Ooh. to the D three fifty area in uh, the Disney Store on Grafton Street in Dublin. Basically, uh, it's an entire area within the store that is dedicated to Star Wars and Marvel. Uh, memorabilia as well, so <laughs> I want that too. Yeah. Basically, yeah, you've claimed both of the mm. prizes. So the prizes have gone. Paul Moore is taking both of them. Um, so we will uh, be letting you know how to win those prizes coming up later on in the show. But before that, we've you know we actually we were chatting these guys around Christmas time, and we think there's enough time has kind of elapsed since the release of Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker um, to kind of. Chat a wee bit about the film, but also listen to J.J. Abrams, the director, and one of the stars of the movie, Oscar Isaac, uh, who of course plays Poe Dameron. Handsome, handsome devil of a man. Um, so, yeah, the film was released before Christmas. It had mixed reviews, to say the least. I really liked a lot of it, as we said before. It's messy. Um, the story, the plotting, there's a little, like <laughs> huge plot holes in it. Um, but they're also some, well, in my opinion, some brilliant moments in it as well. Um, I did promise I was going to go and see it 13 times. You did. Up to <laughs> about number seven now. So, oh. so getting there, around 50%, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, before we hear from uh, Mr. J.J. Abrams talking about the love of his life, Ireland. Oh. And its very special connection uh, with the Star Wars galaxy. Here's a look, a, here's a, a little, here's a little, little. Oh dear. Here's a look, a little. <laughs> It's happening. I think you're dying. Tap the back of his head. Yeah. Here's a thing. Here's it's a little. It's like C-3PL. <laughs> Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Thanks for that. Look a look. Well, first of all, uh, as an honorary Irishman, the U.S. Ireland Alliance made me an honorary. So I, I feel that I can say this. That's official. Uh, it is official. Um, and being married to Kathleen Ann McGrath, I will say this. Uh, Ireland was a, a, a critical part of, of episode uh, seven, Force Awakens. We obviously returned to that location um, in in the of uh, in, in this film. The the story uh, it, it was the, I was looking for a place that was mystical, spiritual, magical, and just you know natural and drop dead gorgeous. And we looked at tons of images and locations. When I saw Skellig Michael, it just felt like. Are you kidding me? This this is real? This exists? And then the fact that they let us shoot there, thank you, Ireland, it was the most amazing thing. We were out there for three days. Miraculously, those three days we were there on Force Awakens, it didn't rain until the very, very end, but just... And we got there, and there were, I don't know, 80 million puffins. And then the next day, zero puffins. The puffins said, we're leaving, and they all just went away. It was, the, it was the strangest thing. So uh, we were there shooting. No one could believe how gorgeous it was or that they let us film there. And uh, it is, it's just one of the you know, wonders of the world, and we were honored to be there. So that location, including the people who were so generous, uh, were just indebted. J.J. Abrams got a bit of a rough ride from Star Wars fans after, uh, well, after the release mm-hmm. of the, the movie. But obviously, really nice guy. Like... As he said, he's an honorary Irishman, so I, I'm a fan of his anyway. But as people often say, he doesn't quite know how to stick the landing sometimes, whether it's Lost, some of his other movies, this, for example. Um, mm. What do you think? About J.J. Abrams? Yeah. Uh, I think he is a very good visualist, uh, but I don't think he should write anything. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, yeah I, think he, I think he puts together some amazing... Set pieces and like some very uh, striking imagery, but anytime he's left alone with the story, you're like, what? 
So it's, yeah, the plot was like simultaneously not enough and way too much. Yeah, the more you kind of think of it, you're like, but how did they get, th- and what mm. does that mean over there? What would you, because Paul, you're obviously I, a massive Star Wars I fan. didn't mind, you know, the last 15 minutes. I had a big problem with, like, it took about 40 <clears> minutes <throat> for the film to start. We needed MacGuffin to get MacGuffin to get yeah. MacGuffin. And I was like, so we needed to get the the GPS, then the sit blade, then we needed to read the sit blade, then we needed to, go, it just took an awful lot of time because we need to get the, like, the, the exit um, yeah, it, as I said, it's it's a it's a Star Wars film that people will like if they don't have any strong feelings to the first Star Wars trilogy. I think it's it, it's grand. You can tell it's like the film by committee. It's like we need this, we need this, we need this, and we need to hit our beats. But like even I had more of a giddy thrill leaving Revenge of the Sith, which a lot of people didn't like. But I thought even that ending was far more poetic and tied back to poetic. Nice, I like it. I like it. But um, yeah, like in terms of Abram yeah. and other stuff, I still watch it because he's an incredibly cinematic director. Yeah. Um, like MI3, I loved, and Super 8, I still have a bit mm-hmm. of time for. Like he's yeah. clearly an 80s child, which you mentioned, the Goonies reference. Even yeah, pops of course, in the yeah. Film, yeah. In your full interview. Uh, so I'll always go see him, but yeah, I do think there is a storytelling issue there as well. Yeah. well one thing we can all agree on is Oscar Isaac is a bit righty. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, we have proof of that. That sounds. It's fine. It was just the interview. What like we do? do with them. We have video footage. If this is of your... him. <laughs> it's a bit shaky. The pursuit But no. So um, one of the obviously again connections that Oscar Isaac has with Ireland in a special way is he's worked with Donald Gleeson like a million times already in their in their careers. Uh, they were both in Ex Machina. They were both in. There was the other Star Wars. The other Star, Star Wars, Wars movies, that's it. And then obviously the Star Wars movie as well. Um, so basically chatting about... And I'd probably hang around with Alex Garland because they're both in yeah. relation. Yeah, stuff exactly. Um, so this is more about, uh, yeah, just his thoughts on working with Donal and would they work together again, that kind of stuff. Because as we said before, the Gleasons, all of them, and, uh, and Donal Gleason as well, um, they are a national treasure of ours. So this is Oscar chatting about that there, stuff there. So what is Donald Gleeson is one of our national treasures. I mean, Listen, how could he not be? I know. He's, a, he's my personal national treasure. So this is the thing. Obviously, you two, well, I presume, are pals now, having worked together yeah. numerous times. Yeah. Um, have you any kind of favourite memories or moments from working with him over the years? Or has he invited you over to visit? Uh, uh, he's never invited me over to visit. I've invited him several times. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I, I have enjoyed working with Donald so much and I was really happy that we at least got a little bit of an interaction in this movie um, you know hopefully on the next one we'll have more to do do you think you might kind of team up again potentially in the yeah, future for sure for sure and last but not least uh, one of the world's biggest dilemmas um, mm. is of course like everyone is in love with baby Yoda um, mm. regardless of whether you've seen uh, the Mandalorian, or well, not. Well, none of us have. None of us, yeah, as we clearly. said before, because uh, we're well-behaved. Um, but Baby Yoda has kind of taken over the internet, yeah. essentially. Uh, but with the release of The Rise of Skywalker, uh, he has, he's got a rival, essentially, uh, in Babu Frick, who's a little, I don't know why, he's like a little droid repair guy, so alien. thinking about this, could you do baby Babu Frick? Because I presume he's oh an adult God. alien. Yeah. How small would he get? Oh wow. Someone Holy did, uh, Baby Jabba. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Baby, baby Jabba. Jabba. I saw yeah. that as well. Uh, baby Baba. Baba the Hutt. But who would you go for? Would you go for Babu Frick or would you go for Baby Yoda? I would go for Oscar Isaac. <laughs> every yeah, time. Every okay, time. so Oscar's going. <laughs> Paul, who would you uh, I have to keep it has to be Yoda. Okay. I'm going to go for Robert Frick because I like the underdog and he's getting all the attention already and you're like, she? go on, she. Oh, Robert Frick's she? a wee girl. I, that's that's right, you want a good morning, Myrtle. No, but Yoda. Sure, yeah. He's oh, getting all the attention. Yeah, he's getting all the attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, you need to decide and vote. <sighs> Give it to Oscar Isaac. That's what you do. No, I'm going to leave Rory and Oscar to, <laughs> to be very happy together. No, I'm going to go baby Yoda. <gasps> yeah, I'm sorry. Anyway, here's Oscar Isaac answering that very dilemma. Final question, it's a big dilemma. Who's cuter, Baby Yoda or Babu Frick? I'd, I'd go with Babu Frick, yeah. Slightly biased, though. I mean, yeah, maybe. maybe You're over the bit. Baby Yoda thing, it's like, it's great. But yeah, Shirley Anderson, she does the voice of, I mean, come on, so funny, so funny. 
Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is still in Omniplex Cinema, so you can go and check it out. I said I still need to go another six times to make my full quota of 13 times seeing yes. Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> better hurry up and get this done then. Um, it's time for the big reviews on the big review ski. Up first, it's Armando Iannucci's brand new film, The Personal History of David Copperfield, Not the Magician. Not the Magician. Mm-hmm. Not no, the Magician. No. This is the classic book by uh, Stephen King. About magic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's the uh, it's it's an iconic British book uh, that Armando has given a very modern uh, cultural spin on without actually changing the plot or the setting all that much. Uh, the cast is insane. Dev Patel, Peter Capaldi, Ben Wishaw, Gwendolyn Christie, Hugh Laurie, Tilda Swinton and Benedict Wong are just like the headliners. Wong. Um, yeah. Uh, Armando, if you don't know, is like the thick of it and Veep and Death of Stalin, yeah. Death of Stalin and Alan Partridge back in the day. <clears> yeah. Well. Avenue yeah. 5, the new one coming out. The new one, yeah. So it's, uh, it's a comedy of manners about a rags to riches to rags, and we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, yeah, here is a clip, and then I will, we will talk at length. Well, I'd like. we'll talk a little bit. We'll keep it snappy. We'll keep it as long as the title of the film. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Dang long. I am David Copperfield. I am indeed. It is the true story of the life I was about to lead. Your mama is ill. How old is she? Very ill. Dangerously ill. She's dead. We're very sorry. I can easily recall people of strong character. Morning. You're too early for Sherry. A little early. And weave their memory. Come in. Form a queue. Into my life's journey. We're ruined. Like a castle. Ladies. How can we be ruined? Like a big castle. Pets. We could keep him as a little pet. <laughs> it was a joke. I'm sorry. I've been attempting to learn gentleman's humour from a book. This calls for a celebration. Hooray! This is a remarkable day. Did you hear that? I'm a huge maniac! What an adventure we have had. Oh, what in your head? What are you doing? Medicine, reviving you. This is salad dressing. Is it? Thank you. Um, Sorry, what was your name? Copperfield. Copperfield? Copperfield. This is Cropwood Trosserfield. David Copperfield. Yeah, you that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that trailer? Yeah, yeah, I mean, huge fan of Amanda Iannucci. Yeah. Uh, like, just everything he does is genuinely hilarious. Mm. And given all of these brilliant actors uh, an mm. opportunity to do this kind of stuff, like, even from the trailer, and like, Deb Patel, again, is... Um, it's great to see him as the lead, especially with mm. so many other talented actors around him as well. But because um, I think the last one, he's great in Lion. He's Lion. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then even Ben Wisher and stuff, it just looks the part. It just it looks very funny. But it is very funny. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, like like they said, they didn't really change too much about it. And there's so many uh, very interestingly phrased one-liners. Um, that I, I find it impossible to believe that people found it as funny 150 years ago or whatever as they would today because there's just so many potential new contexts to every conversation. Uh, it's great to see Tilda Swinton especially because normally I wouldn't associate her with being particularly funny. Mm. Uh, terrifying, sure. Funny, yes. not so much. But she's really funny in this. Uh, Hugh Laurie's great as well. Um, and Peter Capaldi who is like a an old cohort of Armando's because they did all of the thick of it and in the beat together mm-hmm. as well. Um, and it's it's good to see them tackle something different. I wasn't a massive fan of The Death of Stalin. I thought it, it was okay. Moments. I, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it tried to cram an awful lot and give everyone their moments and it was yeah. a massive cast and it yeah. just sort of lost track of, oh, here's someone famous and here's someone famous. And it's like, well, what's the plot? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was it all was that... It was a bit f- off the cuff, I found. Yeah, I didn't think it was all that funny whereas this was... Was very very funny and it does uh, it does get you invested with, with everyone and it's it's uh, it does the period of the time really really well so it's uh, it's it was one of going in I was like oh, I don't know if I like this because yeah. it seems real mm. 
stately almost, but because it is uh, Iannucci, then he does give it that twist that it needs to still be entertaining. Brilliant. Glad to hear it. Mm. Happy days. So the personal history of David Copperfield out in cinemas right now, mm. this minute. Yeah. yeah, this weekend. This weekend, depending on where you're watching it. Omniplex. Um, yeah, Omniplex. Yeah, that's where they're watching um, so our second big review of the show this week is The Turning, which I'm going to be perfectly honest about. I do not know anything about this movie. Well, mm. I'm not going to step mm. on Paul's toes, but have you heard of the classic, is it Edgar Allan Poe? It, the Turning of the Screw by oh, Henry, Henry James. Right, okay. No. You will have heard of this in a roundabout way, because one of the biggest shows in the last few years is roundaboutly based on this, and an upcoming show is based on the book as well. Oh, okay. What's the kind? So it's uh, based, turning of the screw, modern, uh, it's a re- reimagining of it, um, which is a governess played by Mackenzie Davis, we last saw in Terminator, uh, has to go and take care of two kids in a decrepit uh, mansion who are orphans after their parents died in mysterious circumstances. However, there is an ominous presence around these two kids and that evil is attracted to them and you don't know why. Kids. Do you know what I mean, man? Mm. Absolute nightmare. Mm. I hate them. Ah, gee. Ah, that was so real. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm joking. This is why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know why. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, basically, I knew the trend. As soon as five minutes into this film, I thought, this is the Haunting Hill House, and that's not coincidental because the Turning of the Screw is the next season of the Haunting Hill House. So basically... It's very, very like it. So if you like the jumps in the Hunting House, there's an awful lot for you. In terms of ticking the boxes, it does really well. Finn Wolfhard, who we know from Stranger Things, is very good. He plays uh, the boy, uh, Miles, who is a bit of a brat, to be honest, and like creepy. In the trailer? Yeah. Have we got the trailer, we haven't seen it yet. No, we're no. about to. I hate him in the trailer. Yeah, he's quite Because he's a kid. He's we a get kid. it, Roy. No, 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 I get it. Like, I no dislike kids in general, but him it. specifically in that trailer was like, He's a little shit. Let's have a look at it again. Get yeah, let's, let's, let's have a look. You're right. Man, be raging. <laughs> little shit. Here we go. The children are very special, Kate. <laughs> They're thoroughbreds. Jeez, your friends must love it here. I have no friends. You have no friends? Yep. Well, you have one now. <laughs> Maybe. May I ask how the parents died? Miles? Nothing should have to suffer. It's not that simple. I don't go in that part of the house. Why not? Don't wanna. Hello? (gasps) Shouldn't be in here. You okay, Roy? Is that too many, darling? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I keep mixing up um, Mackenzie Davis with Mackenzie Crook from The Office. Gareth? Gareth, yeah. So every time I see her name, I'm like, what's he playing? He's playing a governess in this night? Um, But obviously it's not him. Governess basically just a fancy private teacher. But yeah, Yeah. that's what the book's been from, yeah. Private tutor. She's very good in it. Like, one of those really good kind of... uh, female leads in horror which just the genre seems to just bring out um, and she has to be good because a lot of the, she's on camera a lot of time two kids are also great which are Brooklyn Prince and Finn Wolfhard problem with this I found is that it does tick all the boxes you've got the uh, the ominous drawing of the kids you've got yeah. the creepy jumps you've got the really good ghost scares and then it gets to the ending and I get the feeling I'm not going to say anything Good. That they didn't know what to do, which is weird, because it's based on a book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get the feeling that like they had a twist coming, which isn't uh, which isn't like massive. You can kind of see it coming, and particularly yeah. if you watch the Haunting Hill House, and you know it's coming. Yeah, but then it just felt like did they just like screen this to a test audience and like and then go back and just shoot any old shit? Oh, yeah. And then it just seemed so. After seeing it. It felt so rushed and jagged that it almost undermined and it, what came before. And I really yeah. enjoyed the jumps and scares. It's really well executed. Mackenzie Davis, well, well, well acted. The kids, Phil Milford, is genuinely worthy of yeah. already hating him. <laughs> and then just the last 10 minutes, I was like, what? Like, what, what the hell's going on? They were just rushed it so badly. 
I was just like, oh man. Yeah. Like I was, this would have been four, three and a half. I was like, oh dude. Like, and then did, it made me go back and rethink everything. Yeah. Did JJ Abrams direct it? So good for oh. a lot, and then just the ending again. Mm. Um, but but, but so good for a lot like. of it. There's an yeah. awful lot yeah. to like, particularly if you love that haunted house aesthetic. The yeah. others vibe going for it. it. Like it is good, and it's immersive. Filmed here. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, filmed in oh. Ireland as well. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um, and Mackenzie, well, it's the first thing I've really seen Mackenzie Davis like lead, and she's good. Not Mackenzie Crook. Not Mackenzie Crook. Um, so, I didn't realise there was an Irish connection there as well, so Gordon. But if you like, that, if you like her, yeah. yeah, there's an awful lot. But it's just like, this could have been one of the really good ones. And I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, so... Yeah, just I tell people to leave 10 minutes towards yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's the turning out in Omniplex cinemas this week. Um, so if you're in the mood for a scare, you're sorted, go and see that. Mm. And actually, our other final review is The Grudge. So all about the horror this week. Um, so before <sighs> we hear Rory's review of it, here's a little sneak peek at... Uh, the grudge. This is Detective Muldoon. This is Peter Spencer. Something happened to me at 44 Rayburn Drive. Someone was murdered at that house. Why did you never go into that place? Something never felt right about it. Looks like we got another one. Do you think that the body we found is related? Hello? I went to the house. Hello? Police department. So we had the Grudge trailer uh, as our big trailer a while back. Mm. Um, and we're trying to figure out it's part of the Grudge universe because there's a whole bunch of them. The, uh, where this one actually There's American fits ones in. and there's uh, oh, Japanese ones as well. On the Grudge, yeah. So where, do we, where are we with this one then? This is a sort of sequel to the American ones. Okay. Like, like there's a single scene at the very start of this movie. Uh, We're connected. That is, that is about, yeah, five seconds long. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, and then it moves on. You're like, what? And so it's connected to the American ones, kind okay. of. Um, cast and sitter, like again. And Andrea yeah. Riseborough. Mm-hmm. Super actor. John Cho. Mm-hmm. Damien Bashir. Oops. Lynn Shea from Insidious. The older lady, Jackie Weaver, who I think won an Oscar recently enough. For, she always plays like an angry mammy and stuff. Yeah. Wasn't the fighter. Ah, Animal Kingdom? Yes. Mm. And uh, Frankie Faison, who was in Coming to America. Oh, yes. Um, is he related to? Donald Faison. Maybe. Might be. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, Andrea Riseborough is a police officer who's investigating uh, a number of Grizzly murders that are all connected to the same address. Um, <clears throat> and the movie takes place in her current timeline, as well as two previous timelines where other people are going through the motions that eventually... We know they're dead. She's investigating their murder. Mm-hmm. But the film is like, what if they don't make it? It's like, they're dead. We've seen they're dead earlier. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So I'm going I'm gonna... to... Here we go. So there's a scene, right? where Detective Andrea Riseborough is in the police station and she finds tapes of a previous detective who's taking notes on the haunted house. Right? Okay. So she's got, a, she's got a tape recorder and she puts her headphones on and she's listening and it flashes back to him recording it. Okay, okay. nice, mm-hmm. nice. So he's, he's there and he's like, I'm in the haunted house, you guys, and it's... Super, super haunted. It's super haunted. <laughs> I don't I can't think... can't believe how haunted this place is. This is, you guys, you've no idea. Um... And then, <laughs> and then his friend is like, hey, we have to go for lunch or whatever. And he's like, all right, so he stops recording. And he goes for lunch with his friend. And then they're, they're having lunch. And then they go to drive somewhere. And then this ghost appears from nowhere. <laughs> from literally nowhere. Like, this is the same film, right? Then, <laughs> In the, the cafe where they're having lunch. Yeah. And the ghost, like, <laughs> the ghost like slams a hand against the window where he's, uh, where he's having his lunch. It's like, okay. Like, it's a jump scare. And he's yeah. like, <gasps> and the other guy can't see the ghost because he wasn't in the house. Ah, right, okay. Oh. It cuts back to Andrea Riseborough so jumping to the sound oh, no. of, the, of the ghost. He stopped recording hours ago. <laughs> How can he hear what has happened? Maybe it's a supernatural kind of recording. Maybe because the recorder was in the house as well that it's affected by the ghost. <laughs> Maybe it's a big croc on. Maybe that's it. Does that work? It's good, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm trying to defend this. All right, so that's uh, one problem taken care of. Just a little plot. Just, just, there's, like, it treats you like such an idiot. Like, at the very start, there's a a dead body that they discover, and they're like, the the, the dead body's in a car. And you're like, she's dead. She's like, yeah, got it. (laughs) And then 20 minutes later, you see her die. And just in case you're a complete, absolute moron, it flashes back to when they found the body. Oh, like, no. Here's the dead body that <laughs> was in my it's car. from a few minutes ago. It has no like, head. Yeah. It didn't grow back. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, and the one thing I say about horror movies over and over again is that it has to have rules. Yes. Because if you don't know the rules, you don't know what's scary. You can't, you can't break yeah. them. Um, and there's the rules of this and it's all over the gaff. There's just the, 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 the premise of the grudge originally was that if you get killed... Uh, violently. Violently, then you become a ghost in, in the house that you were killed in. You can't move past the house, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So all yeah. like okay. the, the the setup for the previous ones is that they kept people kept getting drawn to the house and killed in that house. But in this, it's like it's spread out, so it's people are being killed yeah. all over the place, mm. which would then make those houses mm. cursed. Yeah. Grudge houses as well. But people are dying in a bus. They're dying on a hospital. People are dying in back roads. Like. And it's just like, oh, no, that, that doesn't apply here. So, you loved it. <sighs> well, as Paul mentioned, it's, there's a thing, critics have Rotten Tomatoes and audiences have a thing called Cinema Score. I think it might just be American. Yeah, I'm not sure. It is, yeah. um, and in the entire history of Cinema Score since the 1960s or 70s when they were doing it in the cinema. Yeah. Uh, all the way up to like now doing it on the internet, there's only ever been 20 films that have gotten an F. Oh. And the grudge for fantastic. The oh, grudge yes. has gotten an F. I see. Wow. Right. Well, there are some peculiar ones on F, which yeah. are actually okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I did. I did do a, like a little breakdown on something like Mother got an F. Right. Okay. okay. And I really liked Mother, but this is not Mother. This is this is the grudge. Showgirls didn't get an F. I'm not sure surprised. Yeah. Could you watch this as a comedy though? No. No. Oh, okay. Sometimes it's something so bad, you're like, that's hilarious. So now. No, because it's still <laughs> annoyingly like I tried. It's still <laughs> annoyingly jump scary. Okay. But it's it's, but the, it's the equivalent to just being in the kitchen on your own and, and like a pot falling off, you're like, oh yeah. like it's not that it's scary, so it's just there's a sudden a sudden loud noise. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's not scary. Okay, yeah. okay. It's a pity as you said, um, with a good premise. Uh, with a brilliant cast, and then it just obviously just doesn't come together. But mm. I think um, so. Maybe out of the two horrors, maybe the turnings the one to go for. Yeah, potentially. leave leave ten Do not go to the grudge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. That's not an option. <laughs> All right, you've taken. I've taken Oscar Isaac off the table, and I've taken the grudge off. The two table very different well. reasons. Okay, but yes. yes. Okay, well, the grudge is out in cinemas this week, along with the turning, and along with the personal history of David Copperfield as well. So enjoy. Um, and go and see Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. Which is also out as well. With Oscar Oscar Isaac. Yes. Now it's time for our giveaway on the big reviews. We do have uh, a brand new high clue for you. But first of all, let's take a look at last week's high clue. This is the Win Some Omniplex tickets as well. Now, for one 100% record in 2020, Justin, we put up the high clue and you absolutely knocked it out of the park and nailed it. Have you been thinking about that moment all week? It's been there in my mind, yeah. It has. It's... It's been it's been good. It's been a good week, and um, I'm hoping to keep this track record going. Yeah, but good, good luck I guess to you. we're about to find I think out. Just yeah. retire, hundred percent retire the champion. That's it. Yeah. Leave. So last week's high clue was Dallas's Sires Club. Jumps and steps are out of sight. Lucky dance partners. So the first line was Dallas's, as in Dallas, D A L L A S apostrophe, Dallas's Sires S I R E S Club. Um, Middle line, jumps and steps are out of sight. Last line was lucky dance partners. And Justine, you guessed, you wrote it down, and the answer was... Magic Mike. Magic Mike. Um, well, do you, do you want to do the breakdown? Where, where, like, what, was your, what was your end? Well, what was your hook? What really got me was Matthew McConaughey. Yep. From the get-go, from Dallas, Boy, Tex, Dallas Boys Club. Um, yep. And then... Just saw steps and dance. I was like, sure look. Yeah, sure listen. <laughs> well, there yeah, yeah. But Time I'm sure you have so many other layers that I just Well, there's, yeah. a, couple of, there's a couple of other wee bits and pieces yeah. in there, but you're right. Like, yeah, Matthew McCann- McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Wow. Matthew McConaughey and you do Christopher Walken. What? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> so the first line is, uh, is a reference to him. So instead of Dallas Buyers Club, it was Dallas's Sires Club. He plays a character called Dallas in it, and he owns the club. 
Exquisite, I think it's called. With the sires, with all the guys. Um, yeah, he's the owner of it, uh, where they all work. Um, Jumps and Steps Are Out of Sight was a reference to both the director, Steven Soderbergh, and Channing Tatum, the star of the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, out of Sight, because uh, Steven Soderbergh directed that as well. Jumps and Steps, uh, two of Channing Tatum's most famous kind of uh, series oh, of films yeah. he's done. Um, uh, 21 and 22 Jump Street. And also step, step up, up to the step, step up, up step, step up to the streets. Step up, few, step up to the streets. Yeah. So um, and because his moves, his jumps, and his steps mm. are amazing in the movie as well. <laughs> Listen, they're out of sight. <laughs> and then the last line, "Lucky Dance Partners," was also a reference to those two guys, Steven Soderbergh and Tony Tatum again, because they both uh, worked on Logan Lucky together, mm. and so they were partners in that. And then obviously the dance element there as well. So. Magic Mike was the answer. Happy days. Um, so I want to say congratulations to a young man, Mr. D. Scanlon, uh, who's won some Omniplex tickets. Um, do you remember last week we had a good mantra? We had the winner was uh, not my problem. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And we're going to like adapt that as a 2020 yeah. mantra. Actually, on his profile as well, uh, Mr. Scanlon has uh, another mantra. This wow. one is study, run, eat, sleep. Which it really picked up towards the end there, didn't it? Yeah. Like two out of four ain't bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still preferring last week's one with studying, <laughs> eating, and sleeping. Yeah. I'll take it 100%. Um, so, uh, we'll get those tickets out to you. Um, but now it's time for this week's hike. As we said, we do have that Star Wars, amazing Star Wars giveaway, uh, to give to me away. <laughs> To somebody else who Me. is in Palmer. Um, it'll be up on Joe as well, all the details. Uh, but if you get the correct answer to this week's cycle, you will be in a chance of winning a 50 euro voucher to the D350 zone in uh, the Disney store on Grafton Street in Dublin, as well as this limited edition. We actually have a few of those sets um, uh, of the Star Wars Saga coin sets as well. So, uh, as I said, must have for any Star Wars fan except for Palmer. <laughs> um, so, this week's cycle, pens at the ready. You don't need to write it down. It's on the TV. Magic Mike Don't too. <laughs> That's the one. XXL. So yeah. um, this week it's banks on banks in bank. Substitute aviator. Uncle Ben's Lane's dad. So that high clue again is banks on banks in bank. Substitute aviator. Uncle Ben's Lane's dad. So just to break down for everybody who's listening, um, Banks, the first one, obviously B-A-N-K-S with a capital B, on Banks, exactly the same word, B-A-N-K-S with a capital B, in Bank, that one is a lowercase mm -hmm. b. Uh, the middle line, Substitute Aviator, and the final line, Uncle Ben's, Ben apostrophe S, Lane's dad, and that's Lane with a capital L and apostrophe S. There's a lot of... A lot of Apostrophe's going on there. Ooh. But we got through it. So, what do you think of Justine? There's two things and one over. I haven't a full idea together okay. yet. Okay, so yeah. 100% record now. We don't yeah, I don't want to <gasps> jinx it. We don't want to jinx it. No. Looks like Royce, Royce, oh, Royce, Royce narrowing his eyes. He's yeah. definitely. Have a thought. Have a thought, okay. I've written Dangerous. it down. Lie down. <gasps> what have we got? Well, would you look at that? You get it. Roy Cashin has got the you correct answer oh, good. for this week's high clue. Yeah, happy enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, Magic Mike, too. <laughs> yeah, spot yeah. on, exactly. Hmm. It's bothering me now. Sorry. I'm not going to. Sorry, no. this isn't going to be a good sleep this one. No, no, sorry, no. sorry about Next that. Next episode. It was so, so, so good for a while. Um, right, well, listen, uh, that pretty much wraps us up for this week. Coming up on next week's show, can't wait to see this film. Um, Queen and Slim, uh, brand new movie starring Daniel Kaluuya. Um, who people know from Get Out. Uh, did a brilliant episode of Black Mirror as well. He's also in the Black Panther movies. Uh, Widows. Pardon? Widows. <laughs> Windows. Yeah, I thought you were Windows. He's like, he's also in Windows. They just hang around people's houses. <laughs> and who's the, the, the girl's a like, newcomer in this? Brand new, Jodie Turner-Smith, yeah. It's directed by Melina Matsakaz. Um, she, it's her feature I debut, I think. Uh, she directed the formation video for Beyonce. Oh, okay. And loads of other amazing music videos. But that's, I think, the one she's most famous for. Mm. Brilliant stuff. So, uh, full review of that coming up on next week's show as well. Uh, just remains to say thank you to everybody involved. Paul on sound. 
Fiona on visuals out the back, Ian for the set as well. Uh, Justine, thank you. Thank you, Owen. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Paul, thank you. Thank it. Better. Rory, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. So weird, we've been nice to um, yeah. Thanks to so all the, the viewers and the listeners and everything as well. Don't forget to subscribe, get in touch as well. And thanks to our sponsors, Omniflex Cinemas with my Omnipass. And we will see you in, a, in a about a week. In about a week, roughly. Mm. Roughly a week. Okay. Give or take. Chapter. See you later. Bye. You're listening to the Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Pass.